Welcome everyone to the so, first episode of Gas to See Got Through. My name is Gabby. My name is Marquise. And we are your hosts for this brand new podcast we are bringing to you. We just want to start with a little introduction of ourselves because, yeah. you know, first episode, <laughs> you don't know who we are. You're like, who are these strangers talking to us, you know? <laughs> so, as I said before, my name is Gabby. Um, I'm 18. One fun fact about me would be... I have a YouTube channel. I guess that's fun, right? <laughs> You're right. Um, yeah, that's me. <laughs> okay. Uh, my name is Marquise. I'm 19. And one fact about me is I love to write. You're a writer? Yeah. See, look at me writing <laughs> facts. I didn't even know that. Wow. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, This podcast is going to be very much informative, you know? Yeah. Um, We go to christian schools we're both believers and um one thing i wanted from this podcast is to be able to like spread god's word across the world you know and podcasts are in now you know everyone's listening to podcasts (laughs) so why not start with a podcast you know so that's something the podcast is going to be about is like spreading god's word you know letting people know that god loves them jesus loves them everything like that in that nature um, something you guys are probably wondering about is like, why is it called Gas to See Got Through? Like, that's like a interesting name, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna explain it because you know why not. <laughs> um, so basically, story time. One day I was like walking down the street having a conversation with God, and we were basically just talking about how you know our generation, especially, have a very hard time like getting to know God and actually. Um, putting in that time to build a relationship with him and the phrase got to see it through popped up in my head and I was like "Mm, interesting (laughs) and like as I kept like you know thinking about that and that conversation another phrase popped up in my head got to see God through so that's where the name came from because I feel like in everything we do especially on the topic we're going to talk about today you have to see God through so to see and through. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, that's where that came from. So, Marquise, how about you introduce the topic for today? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> so, for our first, first episode, um, we're going to be talking about waiting on God. Mm. And um, we understand that in most cases, when it comes to believing in God and being a Christian, um, in most cases of our life, in stages, in different stages of our life, um, we find ourselves waiting on God, and that takes a level of trust and faith in Him, knowing that you know God is not only just with you, mm-hmm. but He got, but He got our life in His hands, and everything is being ordained and constructed by Him. Definitely, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, waiting on God is different man like (laughs) when i tell you it tests all aspects of your life like yeah like what would you define waiting on god for you personally personally um well when we get into the the description of it waiting you actually just Mm -hmm. waiting on god to do something for you specifically something that you may have asked for Mm or a promise or even someone prophesying to you about what they may have heard on your behalf and what God wants for you or have for you. And then also just basically just generally just seeing the promises of God being fulfilled in your life. 
That's really good. I like the part where you talk or just say like Wayne that you got perform the promises yeah. in your life. Like I would definitely agree with that. Like waiting on God is seeing him through and like understanding that the waiting process is also an opportunity for you to get to know him and yeah, build that relationship with him. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, if God just like instantly gave you what you want, there would be no reason to have a relationship with him, you know? Yeah, that ain't no so, relationship. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, right. Exactly. Anyway, um <laughs> Like, even in my own life, especially in the season, like, I just walked through or still am walking through, you know? In the beginning, I was just like, (laughs) in the beginning, I was just like, bro, this is pointless because I don't see anything happening. But then sometimes it's the little stuff that you don't even notice until, like, after the fact. Like, how personal do I want to be? Like, even when, okay situation like i'm going through like a process of like breaking a soul tire or whatever right and i would have like these emotions and it's just like god like why are you letting this happen type thing and um i remember like in a winter break or whatever um during this i was asking god for more like friends who were um for him and like friends who wanted to have a relationship with god yeah and the process of that i was also on tiktok a lot and I was scrolling and I found this TikTok <laughs> day, or video one day and it was this dude and he was like basically um if you want to come to this Zoom call you can come we're going to talk yeah. about Jesus all that beautiful <laughs> stuff and I was like ah, okay <laughs> so I get on there and first I'm scared cuz I'm like first of all I don't know none of y'all so y'all could be like some killers or something <laughs> but I get on there and everyone's just so chill we did a little yeah. Bible study or whatever and then like I got back on the second day, and when I tell you, like, God was moving on Zoom call. <laughs> I was like, what in the yeah. world? And I like, um, we have this thing called Blessimonies, and that day I was like, you know, I'm really thankful for this group because it's crazy because I was just asking God to, like, um, bring me more godly friends, and y'all popped up. And we yeah. have this, like, whole group chat, and we talking, you know, share verses and help each other around and stuff like that. And even though we're all miles away, mm-hmm. it's still like we're connected and it's through God. So it's just like, and that's kind of small in, yeah. in the matter because <laughs> it's just like, God, I want friends that are for you. Yeah. And I didn't really see it happening, but then it happened. It was like, cool. Yeah, okay. I think like, and that's good how you say that because through my life experience, um, I've been in church my whole life. Mm. And all I know is church. And when I gotten saved, you know, I knew that Jesus loved me. Right. But, like, I really didn't have a full understanding of how to walk this Christian life out. Yeah. And especially from where I came from, I was a bad kid, <sighs> honestly. I was. Really? And what people see now is just a literally a transformation of who I was. Mm-hmm. And when it came to like me building a relationship with God and even finding those who love God as well to build a community with. Mm -hmm. Um, In most cases, it was hard because, you know, especially our generation, when we hear God, the first thing that we truly think about is just an obligation. Like we don't think about like a relationship. We think about just this big old God that is just telling us what to do. Mm -hmm. And we, 
have no uh no filter of what we want to do like we have no will like we're just yeah. robots like we're on chains right okay, exactly yeah. and we have no purpose which is so when i um when i started to realize recently um when it came to just God, period, in my life, mm-hmm. I started to really realize that having a relationship with God is, it changes the whole perspective of how we see God, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to, like, his word and when we read and even when we trying to understand, like, how this whole church thing work and this Christian rock and how does our desires and stuff, how does that even how does God even feel about that? Like, yeah. feel about what we want to do and how we uh, want to express who we are. Mm-hmm. And I realized that even with having a community of believers, um, it started to broaden my horizon a lot yeah. because I understand now that people come from different backgrounds of life. And seeing how God reaches us it's very unique and it's amazing yeah. because even though we all are in God, mm-hmm. he took us from different places different and backgrounds. seeing how we were able to connect mm-hmm. like that. When I started finding friends, it started in high school, but like even during quarantine, mm-hmm. um, it was something that I had to kind of just step out of my comfort zone yeah. because I was always used to just doing it by myself or just go pray about it and still feeling down or still feeling like Mm -hmm. frustrated with my life. It was a lot of friction. So yeah, I'm going to say that having a relationship with God is the first key step to actually walking this thing out. Yeah. I like the part where you just said like you had other people to like help you out and like walk through it with. I think that's something really important though, because when you go through a season where you're waiting on God and you feel like it's just you and God, but you still feel that sense of aloneness. Yeah. It's very important to have people who are in your corner who are telling you and um, spreading the word of God in you during that yeah, time. Because yeah. I t- promise you, <laughs> it is impossible. Well, it's not impossible, but it's very, very hard to wait on God or just be in relationship with God by yourself when you don't have him coming in and out from whatever yeah. source you're getting that from. <laughs> but, um, cause like, um, like you said, I've grown up in the church too myself and I never really fully, like I've had a relationship with God, but I, yeah. I wasn't like consistent with it. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like bad things started happening <laughs> left and right. Yeah. And it was almost like, okay, so I have a choice to either depend on God or keep living this life and bad things keep happening to me. Yeah. And it was like, okay, I'm deciding to walk this out. But, you know, if God wanted us to walk it out by ourselves, he would have made other humans, you know? He wouldn't <laughs> have made Adam and Eve to right. be together type thing. So it's just like God puts people in your life to help you grow in that um, aspect. So, yeah, I thought yeah, that was pretty. It's crazy to see that because yeah. I was actually just reading about this actually earlier today. Like, um, I was studying, and God kind of revealed to me that, like, he didn't make us to not depend on each other. Mm. And what I realized is that, like, when it, if we all had, like, the same gifts or same thing, like, if we all had everything that pertains to just life, we'll be independent with each other. Yeah. And we wouldn't really have that that human experience because it's it 
it's still in a way robotic because if we just had all the same skills and same everything and we yeah. thought the same it life would be boring it would be mad boring <laughs> like it wouldn't be interesting like you would lose the the feeling of curiosity and being mm-hmm. able to um expect something new yeah but when you if we were all the same and god made us just plain just plain no yeah. no no nothing mm-hmm. it'll be like okay lord like okay like trust. what's next right, <laughs> right. What, what's next like everything just seems to be the same but god and who he is mm-hmm. um you know when it talks about um we were fearfully and wonderfully made like when we hear fear god made us with honor mm-hmm. like he regarded every detail of who we are and then when it comes to the part of he made us fearfully and wonderfully Mm-hmm. The wonder part is his creativity of how he made each individual. Yeah. So what I realized is that, you know, building that relationship with God, building uh, the community of believers, and then also reaching those who may not know. Mm-hmm. I realized that when it comes to waiting on God, it's just really a matter of getting to know him more. Yeah. And trusting him more in every stage and every season of your life. Definitely, definitely. I like that. Like, <laughs> you know, um, with that comes like the struggles of doing it, you know? Yeah. Because no one said it was going to be a walk in the oh, park no. <laughs> at all, you know? Um, why do you think it could be hard to like trust God completely and like with your whole being, as they say? <laughs> well, let's, from one point of view, <clears throat> we're human. So when it comes to something bigger than us, Mm -hmm. something unknown to us, trying to trust something that you can't see is it's hard. Just plain hard. Like there's no explanation for it. Like when you're trying to trust in a being and you're trying to believe that, you know, you were created with a purpose and Mm -hmm. you're starting to build this relationship with God. And it's like, okay. I don't feel you, you know, I don't see you, Mm -hmm. but it's all dependent on my faith. But sometimes my, you know, my faith get low. Sometimes, you know, I may have grew up a certain way Mm -hmm. and now it's like hard for me to trust people anyway. So when it comes to a person that I can't see and you telling me to put my faith. Telling me to do the impossible. (laughs) Like what? Right. (laughs) You tell me to put my faith in a God is like, okay, that's, that's beyond me mm-hmm. is 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 sacrificial as well because when it comes to a place of trying to trust God and when you feel the burden of waiting yeah it takes patience and in most cases I had to grow in patience patience is something that you have to eat from consistently on a daily basis is because God ain't going to do everything at once. That's good. And yeah. even when you ask him while you're in your prayer time or whatever you're doing with mm-hmm. God, if you're just talking to him simply, it's like still a place to a place of when you're talking to him, that takes faith as well mm-hmm. because you're like, okay, is he listening to me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> is my prayers being heard, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like the struggle of it is just me personally me being very self-conscious of myself. And then when it comes to seeing and when it comes to my my own personal struggles in my life, period, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I'm, I'm trying to talk to this holy God. Right. And I'm trying to have faith in him, but I'm messed up. And then when it comes to you, my faith is low. So how do God see me? Hi, so the yeah. struggle of it is really just believing, is God 
intent towards me still good? Is it still going to happen for me, even mm. though I took a detour? Yo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that one. Mm-hmm. So the struggle of it has a lot of branches, but the root of it is really just believing that God is who he say he is, yeah. despite of what it may look like around you. That's good. You know, uh, for me, I'm just big on, like, flesh against spirit, you know, yeah. and, like, is especially when I, like, started getting closer back to God, I noticed, like, it was very hard for me to be like, okay, God, I'm going to stop and, like, give you full control yeah. but in my ear or, like, my, like, things I would do, I feel like my flesh needs to come first and stuff like that. Yeah. So especially when it comes to, like, waiting on God, it's like you want to do things in your own timing and, like, yeah. do things that aren't according to, like, what God may have planned for you. Mm-hmm. And I think um, another thing that comes with that is, like, temptation. Oh, yeah. Because, like... <laughs> Especially, like, say you're going to get a job or a career or there's something you want to pursue and God is just telling you to, like, wait on that or just be patient because he has something better or whatever the case may be. And opportunities start popping up. Yeah. And money starts popping up. (laughs) People start popping up. You're like, okay, God, but this sounds great. Like, what's wrong with that? (laughs) And he's like, no, just wait. I feel like that's really, like, a fight between flesh and, like, spirit. Because it's, like, you know, your spirit obviously wants to be with God and, like, dwell in his presence and stuff like that and do do what um, um, his word says and stuff like that. But, like, your your flesh is not holy. So (laughs) it's obviously going to want to do the opposite. And I feel like um, I was uh, watching a sermon one day, and she was talking about fasting, and she was saying how – you know, a lot of times we have put the flesh into the driving seat yeah. when originally it was supposed to be the back seat of right. the car. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess it's just like learning that um, your flesh is not in control. And, like, we also yeah. have control to, like, hey, no, we're not doing this type <laughs> thing. Um, and, like, when the temptations come, it's like... Okay, yeah, what are you going to do? Because right. when I tell you temptations be pounding at the <laughs> door, but one thing I learned about temptations is, is, like, when it really starts to hit and you feel like it's about to, like, break you, I feel like that's when the breakthrough happens. Yeah. Or when the breakthrough is, like, right at the door and you just need to hold on. Cause <laughs> man. Yeah, temptations are definitely real. Like, because mm-hmm. usually... When we think of temptation, we think of something bad. Yeah. But usually, temptation is really what you already desire. Mm-hmm. It's what's already in you. in you. Yeah. So when it comes to temptation and really just dealing with it, mm-hmm. it's really from a place of, okay, who am I going to choose? Am I going to choose God's way or what I feel way? Mm-hmm. And in most cases, um, that's the that's the struggle and the the part where um, the relationship you have to depend on the relationship that you have with God. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, God gonna love us no matter what. Mm-hmm. But there is a way that He wants us to live, and His way is actually better than our biggest dreams. That's true. Yeah. So in most cases. When it comes to temptation, though it may come, he, the Bible talks about how, like, he provides a way of escape. Mm-hmm. 
So there's all he he's not gonna let a temptation to over. Barely. I don't know what verse you're talking about. I was just He's not going to yeah. let it like overtake you. Mm-hmm. So anything that we may say, oh, it just overtook me, that's a lie. Yeah. Because there's no temptation that you cannot resist. Right. But when it comes back to the flesh and spirit thing, if you've been feeding your flesh more, mm-hmm. if you've been feeding what you've been wanting to do or your own desires or your own time, whatever you want to do and it's outside of what God said or the bigger picture of what God wants, mm-hmm then of course the temptation is going to be easy for us to fall in because it's, it's, our flesh is an enemy of yeah. God. It does not want to do the things of God. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to a place of um, waiting, I want it now. Like your flesh is like, I want it now. Like you get yeah. anxious. And the Bible talks about don't be anxious for anything. Yeah. Right? But your flesh is always in opposition with what God wants. And even when it comes to when God tells you to persevere right here. Right. Wait right here. Right. So it was like, okay, you're telling me to wait. Then stuff start happening. Right. <laughs> and then everything seemed like it's falling apart. Mm-hmm. With God, he's trustworthy. But going back, it really just, it's all in the relationship. When waiting on God, waiting takes a level of trust. And you can't trust nobody you don't know. That's true. <laughs> That's like trying to trust the wall. Right. Or something. I don't know, man. Like, yeah. Uh, the part where you was talking about, like, feeding the flesh. And yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, bro, I remember this one time I was in class. And um, like I said in the beginning, I was, like, I'm dealing with, like, breaking the souls high. And there was a point in, my, uh, point in time where, or in this day, yeah. I wanted to contact this person or whatever. And, you know, God just whispered in my ear. He was like, you know you only want to talk to them, right, because your flesh is hungry for that. Like, (laughs) it wants to eat, and you're starving it right now. He was like, as long as you stop feeding it, eventually your flesh is going to die to that thing or whatever. And I was just like, what? (laughs) Like, that's wild. Yeah. But, yeah, I think everything we just said about that is, like, super important to know, you know. Yeah, definitely. Knowing the struggles is is also how you learn the benefits, yeah. you know. Because, <laughs> child, but yeah, um, you know the benefits in waiting in God are also good because amazing. Yeah, because it's like I waited, and now I see what you were talking about. Because right. it was like before I was blinded to what you were saying. Because it was like, it wasn't there. It wasn't in front yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think something important that you said is like building a relationship with God is like, another aspect of like waiting on God is that relationship. Because yeah. how are you going to wait on something that God is trying to give to you when you don't even know him? Right, So right, it's right. like, yeah, that aspect of um, building a relationship with God and actually communicating with him is a benefit of waiting on him. So. Yeah, look, I'm <laughs> like, what you just said, it was very powerful because... It'll make no sense for God to give us something mm-hmm. and we not come to the truth of who he is. Yeah. Like, this really got to me when my pastor was speaking about it. He was like, um, uh, he was like saying how God desires to bless us. He desires to see us prosper. He desires to for us to be on top, number one. Mm-hmm. And it kind of like got to me because how I was brought up was from a place of like you couldn't you having money and you um being successful mm. was a bad thing. Oh. 
And in a way, as I begin to start building and getting curious about, okay, who is God to me? Mm-hmm. Who, how am I going to see God? Like, I know everybody have their say-so. And I look, I'm open-minded, so I'll listen. Mm-hmm. But I've come to the place where, at the end of the day, God not going to ask me about nobody else. Exactly. He's going to ask me about me. Yeah. And one of the things when it comes to um, the benefits of waiting on God, um, in most cases, the the blessing is not about the blessing. It's not even about the the things of God. It's really about you getting to know his heart. Yeah. Because when you see his heart, everything that may come with him would be more full. It will be more satisfying. Mm-hmm. And then when you look at waiting on God, you actually see it differently because you know his heart. Yeah. When you when you know God's heart, waiting may be a place of protection. Lord, okay, you're telling me to wait because you see something down the line that's going to hurt me. Right. So I'm going to wait because I trust your heart. Mm-hmm. And you see how that, that plays out because we look at the part of, man, I don't have it right now. Mm-hmm. Man, I want this relationship right now. Man, I want this this uh, this business right now. I want it right now. Mm-hmm. Right. But what I've learned is that though we may have the capacity, like the gift capacity to do it. Yeah. Without character, we won't be able to sustain where we are. Exactly. So God's plan, strategic plan, though he wants to bless you, we have to remove our perspective on just being blessed mm-hmm. and getting to know God. Because knowing God it causes us to be humble. Definitely. Causes us to walk in humility. Yeah. Causes us to walk in love. Causes us to walk in forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Like all the things that we focus on that just benefits the materialistic part of things. We don't see the transformation that God is trying to do on the inside. Right. So the benefits of it from just personal experience, I'm more patient. Mm-hmm. I'm more loving. I, I can walk in true humility. Yeah. And I can have the right heart posture even with how I treat people, how I speak to them, how I may give them my attention, showing that I care yeah. about what they're doing. So God looks at really the heart matter of the thing. Right. And what I realized, God wants us to look at his heart matter of the thing. Mm. So when we're missing the intent, you will even look at God as just a genie. Like, I'm going to just ask him for anything, and he'll just do it just like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's not That's like not that. That's not how that works no. <laughs> at all. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's very beneficial waiting on God because he sees further than what we see. Yeah. And you can trust that what he's doing is actually for your good. Exactly. <laughs> like, um, what you talked about, um, where God was, like, could be stopping you from being, you know, hurt or something happening that, he doesn't want for your life I think that's like really important because like I said we have these blinders on and like we're really just want what we want but you know we go and do it right now or whatever the case may be we could be in debt 10 years later because we didn't wait or we could be in this horrible relationship that we didn't want to begin with because we didn't wait so like yeah the benefit of waiting on God is just Better things happen when right. we wait on God. <laughs> you wait so, on it, yeah. you know, and, you know, we talked about being patient and, you know, trusting in God. But, like, what are some other aspects of waiting on God? Dude, what? Well, I didn't say that right. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. One thing that I found very important 
is his word. Yes. The word, the Bible itself. In most cases, this is the trick of it. Mm. We're waiting for God to say something when he's already said it. It's already been established before the foundations of the world. So that means whatever we may be looking for from God, if all you can do, if you limit yourself just to prayer Mm -hmm. and not actually seeing what he said in his word, the teachings of his apostles and Jesus himself and the prophets in the Old Testament, you will never get the full grasp of what God may want to tell you if you don't even know what he said in his own word. Yeah. And the Bible even talks about that he holds his word higher than his own name, which means that he is faithful to what he said. Right. So anything that we may be asking him, he's going to look right at what he said. Right. He's like, okay, this is what you're asking me, but this is what my word said. Mm -hmm. So that means us not knowing the word, when we pray, we don't realize that we're not understanding that most of the stuff that we pray about is not according to what he said or how it works. Mm. So like when it comes to waiting on God, mm-hmm. that's a law. It's it's a principle. It's yeah. a concept. And when God, when he when he says that we're waiting on him, he said he'll renew our strength. Yeah. See, the ben- God is only going to, he's governed by his own word. So everything that we maybe looking for like the answers and even with past hurt and trauma and stuff that happened when we were younger that, you know, it's uncomfortable to talk about. Mm -hmm. God not only just wants us to like verbally just pray to him, but actually open up what he's saying. Because most of the stuff that we go through is is not outside of anything that happened within the history of the world right, itself. Of the Bible, yeah. So like when it comes to the Bible, mm-hmm. you'll begin to realize that even the people that he may have chosen went through the same stuff you went through. Which is crazy. <laughs> oh my God. And it's like when you neglect his word, you're actually neglecting his way. Mm. So yeah. you got the prayer part right like i gotta talk to god i gotta be vulnerable i gotta be sensitive to his spirit yeah i gotta be open with him but then when you don't know his principles his concepts to finance success how to build relationships how to build a ministry how to be sustained within yourself Mm -hmm. when you don't know what he said yeah then you really have no light in your path it's just you're just guessing you're right. playing a guessing game you're just walking <laughs> right like, what without his word it brings light and truth and enlightenment to what's unclear right you know the bible talks about um letting the word be the light to our feet or the hold on i think i'm saying that wrong <laughs> the light to our paths yeah yeah um because yeah you're right like the, you can't walk around you can't <laughs> why you just threw me off anyway um you can't um do what god wants you to do without knowing his word because that also goes with like being in a relationship with him like in order to know god you have to know his word so like if you're waiting on god to do something it's kind of hard to wait on god when you don't even know what he says about waiting on god or waiting on him yeah um and that's another aspect of faith like um when you're reading your word and building that relationship with God, your faith grows, and which makes it easier to, you know, wait on God and do things that um, he wants you to do. And 
I was watching a sermon, you know, me always watching sermons. It was uh-huh. uh, Transformation Church, and right now they're like sermon or they're whatever sermon word preach something like that <laughs> yeah. they're just talking about here is holy right now and he just talked about you know like you said being vulnerable with god and letting your uh, guard down um and that involves you knowing what god says about trusting him and things like that so yeah everything just leads back to the word honestly <laughs> yeah. if you think about it like that's really important yeah that's the key point to this whole thing with god like once you and trust me Reading the word, you're not going to get it the first time you read it. You have to keep going back to it and Mm -hmm. keep praying about it and keep meditating on it. Because one of the things that he has definitely taught me in my 19 years, Mm -hmm. um, I've realized that God is, I can't fit God or phantom God in my mind. Mm -hmm. Because if I could do that, then I'm, that's a man. I, I can't compare God to a man. Right. And what I've realized is that um, when I came to the truth of his word, it comes to a place where you realize that God is really in authority of mm. everything. Yeah. And it's like when you know his heart in him being Lord over all, he got everything literally in his hands. Literally, so that means when it comes to a place of when you're going through tough seasons, when mm-hmm. you're going through hardship and, you know, broken relationships and everything that may pertain to a human experience, our lives, mm-hmm. right? I've realized that keeping our focus on God, keeping our focus on Jesus is what keeps us, it what keeps us pretty much. Yeah. Because... If my focus is off, Mm -hmm. then my perception would be off, how I see things would be off, and then I wouldn't necessarily have the joy of the Lord. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have the strength that he gives, even when I feel weak, because one of the things that I've realized is that when your focus is on God, Mm -hmm. it makes waiting on God just a little bit faster like it makes mm. things it, it kind of like speeds up the process in a way and I'm not trying to go too far off the scale with this yeah. but it's like if you really just if we really come to a place of understanding God's heart and why he said what he why he said what he said mm. it comes to a place where everything really comes from inside out yeah. It's not outside in. Mm-hmm. So, like, you asking God for this stuff, but say, for example, you need more money. You need finances. But without the transformation of your heart, without the characteristics of God himself in you mm-hmm. and you transforming, being healed, getting delivered from the place of darkness. Yeah. All that the money will do is just expose more of who you are. That's good. Wow. That's why yeah. God has us wait, has us in a place of hiding, mm-hmm. has us under the ground. We're still in seed form. Right. And it takes time for seeds to grow. To blossom. Right. Yeah. So when it comes to a place of trusting him, we'll, we'll come to a place where when the pressure comes, mm-hmm. what will come out? Right. Will the anger 
will the bitterness, will the unforgiveness come out? Will mm-hmm. that come out? But if if you wait on him and you allow him to transform your heart, transform your thinking, transform your mentality about certain things and how you saw it, mm-hmm. then when the pressure comes, then when it seems like it's getting hard and you feel like your back is against the wall, yeah, when you get squeezed, the relationship of how you see God yeah. will come out. Mm-hmm. Like, Lord, though I'm going through this, though I may have been through I thank you that my past won't hold me. Mm. Right? Yeah. That's so that's the, the true benefits of actually waiting on God. And another word that we want to bring up, being obedient Ooh. to what he said in this Ooh. word. That, I'm telling you. That comes to a place of dying to yourself. Dying, for yeah, real. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like what? I gotta. I gotta stop. listen to you, like, <laughs> bro. Yeah. So yeah, that's the bulk of it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like that really sums it up. You know, yeah. just like waiting on God is dying to your flesh and trusting Him and walking through it and reading His Word. You yeah. know, because those are aspects of waiting on God. And when we do that, even if it doesn't happen in our timing, we know it's going to happen and it's going to be like the best thing for us. You know, that's very important. But I think this was a very good episode, you know. First episode. Let's get it. Yeah, officially (laughs) done. You know the vibes. Um, Would you like to pray us out this evening? All right. Let's do this. Mm -hmm. Um, Heavenly Father, um, Lord, we thank you. For this podcast um lord um this is our first episode so lord i thank you that um our hearts for the people are broadly open and that they see that this is not about us it's not about us just wanting to do a podcast out of just spontaneously thinking of ideas mm-hmm. but lord this is from you so, Lord, we just make you the center of this. And, Lord, whoever listens to this, God, let them be able to grab something from this. And as we go forward in waiting on you and seeing you through, um, Lord, we ask that you just be the center of it. So, Lord, we'll put our best foot forward. As we bless it, we know that you are blessing and that you're backing us. But, Lord, even the people that may listen to this, let them be touched. Let them um, be transformed in their mind. Cause them to think. So, Lord, we just thank you for what you're doing now and what you're doing in the lives that are listening. So, Lord, we bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Well, I want to thank you guys for listening. If you listened the whole way through, I appreciate it. You know, I hope you really <laughs> right. I hope you really got something out of it. Um, but, yeah, that is it for today's episode. We will talk to you guys later. Later. Bye. See ya. Yay!